Welcome to the Digital Thought Leader Podcast. We help coaches, professional speakers, authors, and thought leaders elevate their online presence so that they can attract their ideal client. We give you the resources, tips, motivations, and success stories to help you step out of your comfort zone and share your God-given talents with the world. I'm your host, Kimberly Inez Mays. Now let's get it started. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Digital Thought Leader Podcast. I'm Kimberly Mays, and I have the pleasure to be speaking with Karundi Daniels today in this episode. So before I start talking to Karundi, let me tell you a little bit about her. So Karundi Daniels' life is built on three principles, faith in God, trust in her own intuition, and service to others. In 1989, she joined the U.S. Army, where she faithfully served her country for 21 years while also raising three beautiful and accomplished children. Throughout this period, Karundi practiced and developed her gifts of healing and releasing other women into their own full potential. It was at this time God placed on her heart her next calling to make this her full-time role. Acting on the visions God revealed to her while operating in her gifts of healing, she stepped out and founded Authentic Self Enterprises, LLC, in 2011. From there, her sister company, Breathe Holistic Wellness and Spa, was birthed in 2013. Ever since then, Karunti has mentored hundreds of women of all ages, equipping and enabling them to live authentic, purpose-filled lives. She's led and supported countless community outreach events, including her own Allow Me to Pour Into You, which ran each year from 2012 to 2016. A deep God-giving desire to share her wisdom and knowledge with a wider audience led her to author her first book, Born into Suffocation, which introduces her breathe system for physical and spiritual healing. She also co-authored Awaken to Wellness, an anthology of writing by health and wellness leaders. Today, Karundi works as an intuitive, holistic healer, operating in the modalities of massage therapy, reflexology, and Reiki and chakra healing. She also continues to serve others through intuitive coaching and spiritual teaching. She believes that the natural world has many secrets yet to reveal to humanity. So currently she is traveling the world and working with her clients remotely while she is learning about shamanism and traditional plant medicines. Wow. Thanks, Karandi. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome, welcome. And thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So guys, you're in for a real treat with this episode because I've known Karundi for a couple of years and she is so dynamic and what she does. Um, she has this beautiful spa in Columbus, Georgia, and currently she's in Peru right now during the pandemic, which I'll definitely talk to her about. But for those who are just listening, she is sitting on a hammock in the most peaceful looking place I have ever seen. Reminds me. Yes, she's in the jungle right now and it is gorgeous and I just cannot wait to to get into it. So welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So tell me, how are you doing today? I am doing well, doing well. Um being here, actually, I've been here actually a little over two months now. Mm-hmm. So I've been two months here in the jungle and just really getting used to living here. Um, and being out here in this hammock is beautiful. But, you know, we have to defeat mosquitoes out here. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we can finish off this call without me doing a lot of. <laughs> yeah, totally understandable. But I'm, do- but I'm doing well. Doing yeah. well. Yeah, those mosquitoes are no joke. I, I know from nope. experience. Yeah. So tell me right now, what, what does your business do? Or what do you, what are you doing for your clients remotely? 
Uh, remotely right now, um, what I've been doing since I've been traveling is doing a lot of distant healing work um, with my clients and a lot of uh, just one-on-one coaching with uh, with them at this moment. But I will say since the COVID-19, um, I kind of put that on pause just for a moment because I am using this time to kind of enrich myself, mm-hmm. um, to pour back into myself a little bit more so I can give more to my clients. Yeah, absolutely. And so what does remote healing look like? Um, remote healing is a lot of uh, talking, actually. Um, anything that you can do when you're working with energy, rather, energy can transfer anywhere. So um, working with my clients, I don't have to be right there with them in order to do the energy work that I do, which is a lot of chakra work, a lot of chakra healing, Reiki, those types of things. So first of all, it looks more like a, just a, a good conversation between me and my client and then me figuring out what areas I need to work in. And from there, um, while the client is still on Zoom with me, or on a call with me, or I allow them to hang up and I can do the work either way, whichever is more comfortable for them. And then I would do the um, intuitive work, the energy work um, um, with them, whether I'm working in their sacral root chakra, any of those chakras I'm working there. And then from there, we'll have a follow-up call or they're still on the line with me. We'll have a follow-up on what happened, what I got in the session and what they got in the session. Mm Because a lot of times um, the body talks, you know, um, and I get some things there that I will reveal and let them know and they would have some some homework or life work that they need to take care of um prior to them coming back to me again or um they'll give me they'll have some questions that may have happened while um they were in session and um may not understand it so we have uh, some conversations around that yeah that's really fascinating that the things we can deliver and do um for each other online you know, you never think that healing can be done virtually. And it's really the first time I've ever heard of it. So every time I speak to new people, I always learn something new. And so that's why I had asked you like, oh, wait, virtual healing. That's pretty, that's pretty awesome. Too. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Energy is beautiful. It's it a beautiful, is. we are, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I feel like I'm right there with you, even though I'm in New York and you're all the way in South America, you know, so that is energy. I do feel that. And it's it's like a, it's like a mini vacation for me. Definitely. <laughs> and, definitely. Yeah. You said that you're taking out this time to really pour back into you. So what does that look like? I know how you got there, but maybe you want to tell everyone else how you got to Peru. OK, um, well, um you guys who don't know me, I was um, running my, before I left, I was um, running my um, holistic spa, breathe holistic health and wellness spa. And I decided to, first of all, step back from the building itself, get from behind the massage table and mentor my team to be able to take over my business so that I can step and be more the business owner. Um, with that, I decided to, um, well, I didn't just decide, but I just got the call and the pull that, um, I needed to travel and learn more, um, different cultures, different, um, holistic modalities, plant medicine. So I decided to take a year to travel, um, around the world. And the, uh, the intent was for me to travel in 12 different countries, um, within the year. So I would spend one, um, 
month in each country. And in those countries, I will connect with the, the, the people there and whatever modalities that they were popular for, plant medicines they were popular for. Um, so fast forward, um, three months in, um, I was in Chile and then I was also in Peru. And then I left here in Peru and went to Colombia and end up coming back to Peru because I wanted to um, uh, be a part of this ayahuasca retreat. And ayahuasca is the mother vine. It's, a, it's like the, one of the major plant medicines that I wanted to work with. So I came back and um, to this particular retreat. And uh, it was a nine-day retreat. And uh, the seventh day into my retreat, after my fourth ceremony with ayahuasca, COVID-19 hit. Mm-hmm. And so um, on that seventh uh, day, we found out that the borders were closing and um, there was no, there wasn't any flights out. So for me, that looked like since I was living in Colombia, Medellin, Colombia at that time, Medellin, Colombia had closed off their borders also for all um, non-residents. So since I was an American, I couldn't go back. So half of my belongings were still there. Mm-hmm. And I just stayed here and um, here in the jungle um, with Mother Ayahuasca, with the plant vine, with the with the shamans, with the all of that. So really, even though it can look like I was stuck here, uh-huh. really, I feel like God really positioned me here because this is where I can get all the, the knowledge. Most of the knowledge that I was looking for prior to me um, leaving the States. Yeah, that that is awesome. And I feel like you were planted there, you know. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you were planted <laughs> there. And because it takes a certain type of person to really appreciate where you are, you know. And the closest I've ever been to Peru is Costa Rica. And I know it's super hot, super mosquitoes, and it's nice, but you also have to adjust. So I that's why I feel like you were planted there. Yeah, but um, yes, it's not for it's not for everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely not. It's not luxury. <laughs> so I know you did like a whole lot. You have your spa going on. You know that's being managed by your team right now, and now you are also stepping into more of your your you're stepping back into your coaching. I know right now you're taking a mini mini break. But, you know, I can ask you how you got started, but I have to just pick a, pick one of the things that the many things that you've done. So I'll start with just the coaching. So how did you get started with um, with your coaching business? Well, um, really naturally um, with me. I, well, first of all, I feel like I've been um, coaching and teaching and inspiring all my life. I really feel out without the title you know, without the title of coach. I've always had women that I've mentored and um, gave advice. But when I became, when I, I guess, um, after I opened up my spa and I was like one-on-one with my clients a lot of times, I was getting a lot of my clients that really wanted more than just the body work. They mm-hmm. needed more of the spiritual work and they needed more of that. So um, organically, it just happened where I, was, I would take two or three clients here and there and we would work for a couple of months and they would get great results. And next thing you know, they would tell someone else and mm-hmm. um, then they would reach out to me and then we would just work with each other. Um, so it kind of happened organically. It wasn't something that I was look, um, looking to do. 
Uh, but it just um, happened that way. And I think it's just a way for me to uh, really give back to the women because I've experienced so much in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, being almost 50 in a couple of months, you know, I've experienced a whole lot of living, a mm-hmm. whole lot of hurts and pains and a whole lot. Um, and then working um, in the energy and the holistic um, um, feel, it kind of married all of that, married each other. So mm-hmm. it just made it beautiful. Um, something that I can give back to, something that I can give back to my um, clients. Yeah. And that's awesome. So like, it's, it's funny how we don't start off doing one thing, but then we are, are now in that thing. And we look back like, wow, this is how all the, the, the paths led to this, this one moment. So that is really awesome too. Cause I know that, yeah, I know that sometimes we're in business and our clients ask for something, we have to be in a position to receive it and, you know, deliver it if it's within our spirit to do so. So I'm glad yes. that you like stepped into stepped into that for sure. And then tell me about the, the spa itself. I know that you guys, um, I don't know if you guys are, are open yet. I know George is open, but, you know, tell me about what the, how the spa is right now and how you were able to, you know, go to the other side of the world and leave your, your spa to be in good hands. Well, um, right now, actually, yes, Georgia's back open. They mm-hmm. opened back up on the 24th of April. Um, I wasn't very happy about opening up um, right then and there, but I did make the decision to open up the spa on this Friday, May 15th. Mm-hmm. So what we're going to do is do a soft opening, as I call it, where we have limited time, limited therapists, and limited services just to get people in slowly and then we can kind of work with them and see how things are because we still don't know what's going on out there. Of course, we're keeping, we've always had safety precautions and kept things clean. Um, a lot of the things that are, that are disposable. Um, so we're doing that um, now. So we are opening up this Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, how did I get to travel the world while my business is, is in Columbus, Georgia? Um, it's about, um, the. it's about, um, preparing your business to have to run off systems. Mm-hmm. And my my Bible for my business was the E-Myth with Michael Gerber. I love, love, love that book. And it's about learning how to work um, on your business outside of in your business. Um, so I adopted that concept a couple of years and, and started to um, place systems in my business while I was working in. And then I had a team of people that not just therapists, but those who were also, a lot of them that worked with were students of mine, actually, that I was, because I also taught massage therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were like my mentees. And they, and not only did they want to be massage therapists, they also wanted to know more about running their own business. So I put them in some type of, put them in more of a training so that like, for instance, the young lady who's running Sabrina Crockett, who's running my business now, she had been with me for three years and she was like my right hand person. And she, um, and I just taught her the ropes of how to not just be a therapist and just take care of your clients, but to how, but how to run the business on your, have to run the business on your own. So what I would do, I would leave for a month, I'll go somewhere for a month or, or these times where. I went to Russia and I stayed there for, for a little bit. And then I went somewhere else 
And that was my way of just kind of training her just little bits at a time. So this year is her major. Um, she's really in training right now to, to be able to handle the business without me being there uh, for a full year. And um, she's doing awesome. She's doing awesome. So it gets to the point where I don't have to be there. She can now take over. She can run her own business. And the best way I think in, for anyone to be able to do these things is hands-on. You know, I'm still on. The, I'm still working the back end of the system. I'm still doing the payrolls. I'm still doing um, some of the marketing and stuff like that. But she's doing the day-to-day um, mm. with the therapist and with the clients. That's that's really awesome, and it kind of goes to show you how preparedness can lead to you being able to do do stuff like this too, knowing that the people that you trust. And you know, I think she probably never expected to be managing your spa in the middle of a pandemic. She probably was a stone for a loop, like, oh my goodness, Karami's out of the country, and now I have her her spa. But you know, yeah, like like you said, systems and just. Kind of, I think I kind of see it as thinking about where you want your business to be and where you want it to be, and then taking those steps, even if you're not there yet, so that when you get there, it's no problem. You know, definitely, especially yeah. for my local massage therapist or the massage therapist or anyone who's are who's hands on. If if you are really looking to uh, expand or to step out or even just have a life outside of your business, you really have to be able to um, duplicate yourself and um, have people come in and and have the same quality and have the same um, vision that you have to be able to do that so that you can step out from behind the massage table mm-hmm. or the, the table of doing the work itself and be able to run the business itself because you can't do both. Mm-hmm. It, it, it just won't. You will never grow if you're just constantly behind the table. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's not it's, it's not just massage either. It's even web design like me. You know, I, I hand off work now. I used, to, I used to be a one woman shop and now I have a small team. And it's like no matter what it is that you do, yes, you're still the brains and the vision behind it. But the execution, you could train anybody who's willing and committed to your mission. So I love that you shared that, too. And there's nothing more evident of that is like you're literally miles away and you can still <laughs> you can still run your business and you're still a boss lady. But yes, you're on a hammock. And I think that's awesome. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And it yes. also which it'll also show me mm-hmm. the as a business owner, it also shows me the strength of my business, mm-hmm. especially during this pandemic, you know, yeah. because we had to close down for like a month and a half. Mm-hmm. You know, how was my business when it was closed down? How was finances when it was closed down? Now that we're opening it up, how would it pick back up? So this mm-hmm. is a, a teaching lesson. It's a lesson for myself also as a business owner. Um, are my systems working? Mm-hmm. You know, are things put in place? Are things uh, working well? Um, I'm like, knock on this wood over here. <laughs> so far, so good. So mm-hmm. far, so good. So I'm, I'm, I'm really, um, so I definitely say if you're a business owner, make sure that you pick up um, The E-Myth by um, Michael Gerber. That's a wonderful book to um, yeah. have. And I'm going to definitely link that in the show notes. So don't worry Please. about taking notes. If you are listening <laughs> or watching, just look at the show notes, look at the description. The link will be there because that is on my 
to read list. I am embarrassed that I have not read it because it's it's so iconic. But yeah, um, that that is great too. Just having those those systems. I can't emphasize that enough too. And you say systems, but it doesn't have to be technical systems, right? No, it does not mm-hmm. have to be technical systems. Those are part of it, but um, managerial systems, mm-hmm. um, operational systems. Um, it, it, it's just different layers or levels of systems that you would want to um, have, even systems with your clients, you know, how they book and how they come in and all those types of things. So, yeah, so it's, it's different layers mm-hmm. that you want to keep in place. Yeah. And, you know, that is something that's definitely made your business successful. And I have no doubt that when you guys reopen, you know, it's going to be safe, but it's also going to be awesome too, because check out Breathe Holistic Wellness and, and Spa. Check out that website. I'll link to it. Beautiful place. I wish to go there when I'm, I'm back in Georgia one day. And, you know, yeah, I have no doubt that that's going to be successful again when everything returns back to normal. But yes, whatever whatever that is, Kim. Whatever that is. <laughs> whatever normal is. <laughs> yes, but, you know, we, we are good at, like, pivoting and rolling with the punches. You have to. You have to have that yes. flexibility, like, of things that are, aren't in your control. You have to just manage manage that as well. And I'm proud of you for managing the whole border close, shutdown situation, too, because I know that when remote year is canceled, you know, it's a bummer, but, you know, you've you are where you need to be. Yes, mm-hmm. I am. Yeah. And I just want to ask you, now that we talked about that, um, what are some of the things you wish you would have known when you started out? Oh, wow. Wish I would have known when I started out my business. Um, the first thing I wish I would have known is about the how much money you spend um, on certain marketing tools and stuff like that. I think in the beginning for me, when you start off, especially um, if you have a brick and mortar business, um, and it could be other businesses too, but I noticed when I had a brick and mortar business, your phone was constantly ringing with Mm -hmm. different marketers and um, different, how do I market my business? How did this, 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 this? And I spent thousands of dollars on marketing materials that did not even work. Um, So um, I would say, first off, Uh, For me, word of mouth was such a beautiful, beautiful thing for me. That really got my business off because I was building with people. Uh, That's that's the thing, and to trust you. And from there, um, there they was um, word of mouth, and they would tell other people and other people. And then once I started to make some money, then I was able to do a little bit more marketing. Um, but I find that when we first start off, we feel like, okay, I got to have this. I got to have this in place. I got to have this in place. And you end up spending more than you even have. And mm-hmm. you, and then your company don't last long because you don't have the, um, the capital to, to, um, maintain it. So I was, that was the, one of the biggest things for me was just overspending in the beginning. Um, and I've learned that, uh, just take it slow. Mm-hmm. Um, um, build a budget for what you need. Um, and, and the things that's not working, if it's not working for you, stop it. Mm-hmm. You know, don't hold on to it because everybody say this is what you're supposed to do. 
you know, do what's great for your company and do what's good for what you are. I am a strong believer that, you know, I'm, I'm big on faith. Like you said, said in my bio, I'm big on faith. And um, and I listen and I'll be still. And when God tells me, you know, let's go this route. And usually when he tells me that, mm-hmm. it's not traditional. It's yeah. never traditional. It's never the way everybody else is doing it. So um, I've learned more so to um, kind of lean on um, the voice of God and what's my next move and what's my mm-hmm. next position. But big one marketing for me. Yeah, absolutely. Because I see this a lot. And I'm still, you know, online, offline, I'm still vulnerable to this too. We're, we're sold to 24-7. And as a marketing automation person, I know exactly how that's done too. I know exactly how people are targeted for certain ads. And I know how things show up just conveniently in your Outlook and your Gmail and your Facebook. I know how profiles and big data works so sometimes you have to be a little discerning about what it is you're going to put your money in because there are a lot of shiny objects out there so yeah i appreciate you bringing that up because that's something a lot of newbies even even yeah, people definitely. in business we, we fall victim to yeah definitely and marketing and i'm not saying that mark could we definitely need marketing I love marketing, but it's at your pace, at, at your level. Um, you can be a little, little, little puppy in business and some big, big dog will come and say, I can make you look like this. And you're so mm-hmm. excited and, and it's $50,000. Mm-hmm. It's all this. And, but you don't even have the clientele or you don't even have the, the, the capital to, to, to keep that up. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's just those little things. It's just those little things. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And there's nothing wrong with starting off small. And, you know, I think any business owner, any marketer with integrity will tell somebody, hey, you know, you're not ready for this. I've told people who approached me for stuff, like, okay, I don't think right now is a good time because you should put this money into developing your business plan or your coaching or whatever. Because, you know, to me, it's all about I, I want to make sure that people look at what I do and say, okay, that was a good investment. So, yeah, I definitely understand shiny objects as well. And I, I, I've done a lot of them myself. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. And yeah, so- well, that's why I love you, Kim. You know, um, when you work with me and even in my site, you know, um, when I started working with you, um, just it was personal. It was personable. Put it like that. You knew who I was. You knew what my vision was. Um, and you can kind of see how we can work together where sometimes we go with these bigger companies and they don't know who you are Mm -hmm. and they don't know what your vision is and they try to put more on that you could even bite. So Mm -hmm. I do appreciate um, how you work with small business um, owners and and get them where they need to go gradually. Um, And also all the beautiful um, products that you have on your site. Mm -hmm. Um, By the way, I was on all last night looking at (laughs) on your site um, that really helped a small business like person like me who mm-hmm. is not as technical, but mm-hmm. since I've been in this jungle girl, I've been technical girl. Yeah. I've been learning this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um, not as technical. You're giving wonderful tools, um, for that. And I, I really, really enjoy them. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for that. You know, I definitely, I definitely try. I try to meet people where they're at and just have something for everyone at every stage. Um, So I think that's also important to just 
being able to be there for the people that need you. And I wanted to ask you, because I did mention your book in reading your biography, you know, um, so tell me, because I know about your book, I know about the brief system, but for others that have never heard of it, what is it? And, you know, what is your book about? Um, Born into Suffocation is really, it's a book for people who just really starting on their healing journeys. Uh, if you're just a person who's just getting started, um, um, looking at yourself and seeing things that may need to um, go deeper into. It's a book that um, about my life, actually. Um, I give examples of my life, but it kind of compartmentalizes the areas of your life where that you may be, for instance, um, I kind of break down the word suffocate. Um, S would be where you stuck in your life and you is where you may be um, unforgiving um, as finding fault. So I kind of break that down and compartmentalize those things for you to be able to look at yourself and say, you know what? Yes, I am feeling a little stuck here. What do I need to do about that? So it is really a book about, it's a very a simple but powerful book um, for people who are really on that, their healing journey and need uh, a roadmap mm-hmm. to to start to start it. Um, it's not. It is. It's just a starter. It's just mm-hmm. kind of get your get your mouth a little wet, and then from there, um, when I'm working with as far as the grief system itself, it's just working. That's where I will come in more. So if you want to do more coaching around that, we'll kind of work around those um, steps. Be being able to let go, releasing stuff, and awesome. Yeah, I you know I own a copy. I think I think I bought one for my for my mother too. So yeah, we just definitely it's in, it's in my house, and, and I have it, and I'll link to it definitely. in the, in the <laughs> notes too. So if you're listening, you're interested, you can go pick that up. And uh, Karendi just released her own YouTube channel, so to take you behind the scenes, show you where she's living. And you did one walk that kind of scared me. I think you were walking on some plank or something. I was like, I don't know how high she is above the jungle floor. It just brought back all kinds of memories, but it was beautiful at the same time. (laughs) Yeah, I did. I did. It's actually, it's a bridge coming into the the jungle and it's a long bridge. Um, it's not that high, okay. but it was actually a physical manifestation of what uh, our journey mm-hmm. looked like. You know, it can be beautiful, but yet it can mm-hmm. be scary at the same time. And that's what that whole video was about. Just going on a journey, going on a windy road where we um, have some times where it's beautiful and you're unpacking some things and your, your heart is opening up and there's some beautiful times. But then there's some times where it's very scary, where things that you didn't realize was deep within you were still there um, and you're um, and you're unpacking that and it can be a scary um, journey so that's what that video was really about just kind of uh, uh, visualizing what a journey a healing journey may look like yeah and then when you turn that camera around and then look back and you just saw that like that that bridge or that plank it's like wow yeah you you, you walked all that so it's very prophetic too yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I, my fear of heights just made that video stick with me, but I loved it at the same time. <laughs> yeah. But it's not know, a, it's not as high as you think, though. It, it really yeah. isn't. 
Okay, really that's isn't. that's good to know because I was on yeah, some, yeah. I was on some high bridges in Costa Rica, so the ones that swing back and forth. So that just oh, reminded wow. me of of doing that. Um, it, it was fun, but it was also terrifying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, so I'm going to link to um, her YouTube channel as well. So everyone go check out her videos. I'm pretty sure there's going to be a lot more. And uh, Karundi's also offering a free copy of her ebook or a copy of her ebook. So I'll link to that as well. Yes. And um, I know you said you indica indicated that you had a favorite quote because your favorite book's the E Myth, but what's your favorite quote? When the, I say it all the time, I say it to all my students and all my mentees um, in my journey, when the student is ready, the teacher shall appear, you know, nice. and that has rung so true in my life. And in so many lives, if you think about it, when you're really, really, really ready um, as a student of life, mm -hmm. when you're really ready to learn something and you're really ready to understand something. A teacher always peer, whether it's through nature, through a physical person, whether it's through a book, a TV show, the teacher always appear. But you really have to be ready. It can't be a talk game. It can't be, mm -hmm. oh, I'm ready, I'm ready, but you're not really ready. But when your heart is ready and your spirit is ready to move forward in your, in your growing um, span, your teacher should always appear. So that's one of my favorite, mm -hmm. favorite quotes I hold all the time. Yeah, I love that too. So it's it serves a purpose and it just reminds us to be ready. You know what? Be ready. I'm sorry. For no, no worries. You're good. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just yeah. saying that it reminds us to be ready. You know? That, Def definitely. Yeah, you know, what we need is going to be there for us when we are ready for it. So, you know, it takes away a lot of right. anxiety, a lot of fretting, and just kind of be, be in a moment too. And you indicated you like Dubsado. So as one of your favorite yes. tools. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Dubsado is definitely one of those tools. I think that some is one that you use and we've I think we both learned about I'm mm -hmm. not sure where you learned about it, but definitely we was at a conference together mm -hmm. learning about this particular system. Um so yes, Dubsado is a wonderful system for automation. Mm -hmm. Um, um I'm sure one of many tools that you will definitely teach as far as the different automations um, that we can have in our system. So yes, Dubsado is one of the ones that I am currently using. Yeah, and I think Dubsado is good for anybody who wants to be location independent. So it that in a CRM allows you to follow up with people automatically, frees up a lot of your time, and it just integrates so many cool features. So if you're a coach or a professional speaker, somebody wants to do coaching with you, you can send them questionnaires, you can send them forms. So that is really awesome to have. Um, so I'll, I'll link to that as well. And, you know, as we get ready to close with our time with Karundi, I just wanted to thank everyone for listening. And I wanted to thank Karundi as well. And Karundi, yes. did you have anything the last parting words okay. for our listeners. Yes, because she's currently on it. I'm so jealous of where you are right now. You just look so comfortable on the hammock. It's just awesome. Oh, man, I'm in New York City. I'm in, like, the, the city city, so it's cool. Yes, the weather is beautiful. Yeah. The weather is beautiful. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. it's always uh, jungle noise going on. Um, mm -hmm. You always hear something going on out here. Um, beautiful um, um, 
fruits and and plant based uh, foods here, so it's just really it's, mm-hmm. it's a good spot. Yeah. Awesome. Well, enjoy the rest of your day. I hope the mosquitoes didn't get you too much. <laughs> just, and, just a little. You know. <laughs> Just a little. Yeah. So I can't wait to hang out with you again. But guys, um, thank you for listening and uh, stay tuned. Like, share and subscribe if you enjoyed this episode. There's going to be more episodes just like this where we talk to aspire, not aspiring, but inspiring entrepreneurs and business owners just like Karani. Until next time, take care, everyone. And I'll talk to you in the next episode. All right. Bye. Bye bye. Thank you guys for watching. Bye. I hope to hear from you, guys.